Joining us this morning is Arthur Goldstuck, MD at Wild Worldwide Works. So when the when Samsung brought out the Galaxy Note 9, they said they were changing the game with a S Pen terabyte memory and a battery that supposedly lasts the entire day. Now comes the announcement of the new iPhones. Apple dropped the latest flagship gadgets the other day, and since the company is already worth over a trillion dollars, will the phone stabilize the leadership in gadgetry, or are we starting to see the absence of Steve Jobs? Mm. Morning, Arthur. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, Fresh. Good to be chatting with you and the listeners. So Samsung launched the Galaxy Note 9 on a scale of 1 to 2. How impressed were you? I was pretty impressed. Uh, yes. to, to me, the Note 9 was probably a 9 out of 10 yes. or mm. out of 2. Mm. <laughs> so so what about it stood out for you as a gadget guy? I think the big thing is the big thing, the size of the phone. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, the, the other aspect of it is what they did with the S Pen because what makes the Note 9 stand out is the fact that it comes with a stylus mm. called the S Pen, but it's not just a stylus. It's also remote control. So one of the things you can do with it now is, for example, some people, believe it or not, like to take photos underwater. And it's very difficult to activate a camera underwater, even if it is waterproof. So a lot of these high-end cameras are waterproof up to about a meter and a half. But if you want to take a video underwater, you've got to start the video before you put the phone underwater. Ah. With the S Pen, you can now activate it from... Mm. Uh, the phone underwater and the S Pen above the water. So, in other words, it's like a remote control. You can imagine you can use that for selfies as well. Yes. So, it becomes a very useful um, accessory. I was, about, I was about to ask, how often are you underwater, Arthur, mm. that you love this feature? <laughs> summer's coming, guys. I've been underwater for a while. I sit in the bath. Yeah, summer's coming. And I don't coming. even bath. <laughs> You, you you know, I was very skeptical and you warned me with underwater. I love water and I'm thinking for me, okay, now soon as you can change to, to something else. So now I get out of underwater, I come out of water, what's next? What do I do? I'm bored. What what does this phone have that's going to still keep me entertaining? Because I'm still on iPhone 8, right? And I'm thinking if that, the, my iPhone 8 can't go underwater, I'll put a plastic no, but it does. It it's, does. It's, it's, it's waterproof. This one? Yes. Yeah. You see, I didn't even know that. So <laughs> what, what else does this phone do to convince a skeptic like myself or a person who's not, I'm not that technologically or, or, or gadget savvy, you know, how do you convince me? It all depends um, on how big a phone you want and what you want to do with a phone. So what makes both of these phones, the, the Note and uh, 9, as well as the new iPhone, the, uh, the really big one of the three that they've uh, brought out, um, is going to have a six-and-a-half-inch screen. To give you an idea of uh, how uh, big that is, a couple of years ago, quite a few of the phone makers brought out mini tablets. Mm. So Apple had the iPad uh, mini, Samsung had the um, Galaxy uh, mini uh, tablet, and these were seven-inch tablets. So they were called tablets, not smartphones. And now you have Apple coming up with its um, XS uh, Max at six and a half inch, mm. and the Samsung Galaxy Note 9 at 6.4 inches. That's pretty close to seven inches. Yeah. So these phones are practically uh, mini tablets, which means 
that they can actually take over the role of a laptop or a computer. Mm-hmm. You can actually work on these phones. And that's especially what Samsung is trying to push with the Note 9, is that it's actually a working tool. It's not just a toy or a phone. Mm. And Apple realized they had to compete uh, with the Note 9. When the first Notes came out, they were actually quite small. They were um, less than five and a half inches. Mm. But at the time, it was quite funny. Apple ran ad campaigns mocking the size of these uh, phones when they were still four and a half inches. And now... Because of the success of the note range over the years, they've had to compete directly. And this is their attempt to go one or rather 0.1 bigger than the uh, Samsung phones. 24 minutes after 8, this is Fresh and App on Metro FM. That is the voice of Arthur Goldstock, MD at Worldwide Works. Arthur, you're talking already, touching on uh, the, the new X's, well, the the upgraded X's that have come out. How many exactly are there? Because now it almost sounds like we're talking about cars. It uh, is like cars. There are now three in the range, in the new range, uh, that is. So last year they brought out the uh, iPhone X. The iPhone XS sends a message that this is just a slight improvement mm-hmm. in, uh, in in the phones. Or rather, the XS uh, Max is a bigger one, and then the XS is just the upgrade of the older version. And then they brought out what they call a cheaper uh, version, mm-hmm. um, and that's the XR. And the XR is a is a 6.1-inch screen. It's still a pretty massive screen. But this is the equivalent of what they did a few years ago with the, the 5C. 5C. Yes. Mm. Yeah, and that is a flop because essentially it was a cheap-looking version of an iPhone. The difference with uh, this one is that it doesn't look cheap. It looks like an iPhone, and it performs like an iPhone. So it has the same... A processor inside the same chip as the um, more expensive phone. Mm. The uh, the difference is the materials are slightly uh, cheaper, and it has a few uh, fewer features. But the look and feel and performance are the same. So it's probably going to appeal to a lot more people. The thing to be in mind for South Africans who think they're getting an affordable iPhone, though, yeah. is that this is still a seriously expensive phone. How much it's is it? In the States, it will be $750, which once uh, you add taxes and exchange rates and uh, so on and shipping, it's probably going to be about 15,000 rand. But Arthur, the 5C, when it came out, it was geared towards the youth. You know, when you are an Apple family and you're trying to get your your teenager into the Apple market. But now if you're saying that it's going at like 15K, that automatically takes my child out of it. No, absolutely. I think that's where Apple uh, makes a mistake in trying to position phones as affordable when they're not really affordable. Yeah. Aiming at the youth market and at emerging markets with the United States seems to buy one. So mm-hmm. they have that market cornered. They have something like 45% market share in the U.S. Mm. In South Africa, they may well have that same market share, but only amongst the wealthy, mm. amongst the elite, mm. whereas the overall market share in this country, less than 5%. And it's precisely for that reason. And you probably find the same thing in the youth market in the United States. Yeah, They simply uh, cannot price their products low enough to reach the market that they're targeting with the lower-cost phones. Okay, so what are the three new iPhones that are coming out? How much do they cost? And when is it going to be in the country? The uh, phones will be in the country by the end of the month. Okay. Uh, they've been released... Um, in the next uh, a week or so in the United States, and they'll be in South Africa 
uh, very shortly after that. So you're already getting pre-orders from the eye stores and um, other outlets. Mm. They uh, are going to have the three phones, the uh, X, uh, XS Max, which is the, the 6.5-inch phone, the XS, which is 5.8 inches, and then there's the XR, the supposedly mm. affordable phone, um, at um, 6.1 inches. Price range? And those, the most expensive one starts at $1,100, which means that when it gets here, it's going to be more than 20,000 Rand for the Jeez. cheapest option. Jeez. And that's in terms of storage. Wow. And it's probably going to go up to about 25,000, 26,000 rand if you want the maximum storage That's on that phone. So the maximum storage will be slightly bigger than what you can currently get, right? Uh, yes. You have a 512 uh, gigabyte storage oh. on nice. the maximum uh, size phone. Um, they are catching up with uh, Samsung and Huawei who have pushed mm. their storage mm. to yes. that level. Previously, Apple seemed to think you didn't need storage on your phone because everything would be stored in the yeah. cloud, and of yeah. course, you would pay Apple for space on the iCloud. That was their business model. Yes. But they've realized it doesn't quite work when people are taking photos and making videos all the time. Yeah. Sure, so their heads are out of the cloud now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Arthur, before we let you go, does this mean we as Apple enthusiasts must let go of the Apple 9, iPhone 9, sometime in the future? Uh, yes, uh, forget about the iPhone 9. We're not going to do that. Uh, because mm. the iPhone X uh, or the iPhone 10, mm. whichever way you want to uh, describe it, mm. was to signify both a leap forward as well as a uh, 10th anniversary of the of the iPhone. And they're not going to go back to a 9. Mm. I think part of the reason is also to differentiate themselves from uh, the Samsung range. Mm. Sure. Samsung is all about the 9 at the moment. Exactly. Mm. Okay, Paul, I guess you must save 25,000 Rand and uh, uh. get yourself... Uh, what you have two weeks to? Yeah, here's the thing: if you still have the, uh, any any of the previous iPhone, you're not going to see a, a dramatic difference. If you one who has to have the latest, then of course you will have to buy this one. But uh, if you don't and you have the previous version, uh, you'll be quite happy with it compared to what the new ones can do. Arthur Goldstock, MD at Worldwide Works.